Hello and welcome to Monday Chatter Check-In. I'm Paige. And I'm Anna. And we're so excited to bring you up to date. Yes, happy Monday. Happy Monday. So this weekend, Anna and I actually took a little walk on 10th Ave because we were so inspired by our story from last week's Thursday Top 5 about Simone Lee being placed in the Venice Biennale. Yes, so we wanted to see her work again. And like, since we have the opportunity to see it so close to us, we just took this walk and saw it and it was as great as ever. Yeah, and you can go on our Instagram at Curated Chatter and see a photo from our visit. Also, if you have not subscribed to our podcast, please do so. It'd be great. It would mean a lot. (laughs) Great. So we're ready? Yes. Our first headline is presented by the art newspaper where it was reported that quote from flat white to white cube, Levy Gorby opens gallery in former Pret-a-Manger in Mayfair. So Levy Gorby opened a street-level gallery in a former Pret-a-Manger shop on Albemarle Street in Mayfair. The gallery's lease was initially due to expire in January, but the venture has been such a success so far that Levy Gorby is currently renegotiating to be there for longer. Yes, and it's so cool because this space currently only has one work by the Chinese artist Du Hong Tao, and the work sold within one week of opening. But what's also really cool about it is that the gallery slash coffee shop is only nine meters long and the work just like fit just right. Yeah, I think it's a really exciting opportunity for people at the gallery to reconsider the Mm -hmm. way in which they display the work. Yes. And then I also was really intrigued by the dichotomy between the Pret-a-Manger stores that are closing right now, probably partially due to COVID Mm -hmm. and the fact that this expensive work of art was able to sell in just one week. (laughs) Yes, it's crazy. I'm so sad to see Prada Mangers closing because, you know, I love them. The one by our apartment also shut down. So that's really sad. And Anna and I used to go all the time to the one that was next to Columbia. Mm, Yeah. I think I had it too much and now I like don't really like it that much, but it's still sad. (laughs) I think we overdid it a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, but I think um, this space, this new space that they have is on street level as opposed to on the first floor, like their other gallery in London. And even though it's really small, I think having it on street level is great because people walking by can see it and it catches their attention because it has like floor to ceiling windows. Especially because when an art gallery isn't on street level, I don't think it's the type of thing people actively search for. But if you're walking by and you see the work of art, it's a great opportunity to quickly engage, especially because Mm -hmm. the space is only the size of a coffee shop yes it almost reminds me of pace here in new york how we walked by it and they had the du buffet um work and we it just like caught our attention yeah it's a great opportunity yeah so hopefully they'll be able to renew the lease and i'm excited to see what they'll do with the place and it also is a great opportunity for artists because since it's so small they can only really have like a couple of works in there at a time so it really focuses all of that attention into the works there they place there right and it's a great chance to highlight a specific artist yes correct So moving on to headline number two, Art News revealed that, quote, Leonardo's lost masterpiece can't be found because it was never painted, experts claim. So scholars have been trying to find Leonardo's lost masterpiece for decades, but at a roundtable discussion held by the Uffizi Galleries in Florence on October 8th, scholars presented research that they said attest to the fact Leonardo's work is not behind a wall in Florence's town hall as previously believed. Yes and before diving into the headline I do want to point out that three of the four scholars in the group are women and I just think that's super great 
that these women are doing this groundbreaking research but aside from this the headline is so fascinating because this theory that there is a hidden leonardo fresco has been maintained for so many decades that finding information that contradicts it is just so crazy yes and the lost masterpiece that the article references is called the battle of angari which was commissioned to leonardo in 1503 but researchers now claim that he never painted it because he was using a technique of gesso and oil that caused the paint to not hold to the wall yes it's so interesting because i when i was studying abroad in florence i took this class that actually met at the uffizi galleries and our professor took us to palazzo vecchio to see the fresco that is now above what is believed to be the old leonardo masterpiece and right now it's a painting fresco by vasari and my professor like taught us about how the researchers working on this made like little holes to like poke cameras into the wall and try to see if there is something behind the wall like between the layers of the wall and like they haven't really been able to find concrete evidence and there is like some trace of paint under the Vasari but it's just very inconclusive. I'm always fascinated by how technical and scientific these art researchers yes. have to be with things mm -hmm. like this because it's so sensitive to even the air. Yes, and I don't think people realize when you're like a conservator or like working on projects like this, you actually have to have a chemistry degree. You do. Yeah. I had no idea. I mm -hmm. actually got to visit the area in the Met where yes. they work on paintings and they take mm -hmm. them out of the frame and I didn't realize they're all chemists. Yes. And they study for years and years to mm -hmm. be able to replicate the exact combination yes. of pigments it's really interesting it's also so fascinating how it works different in different countries so some countries might be like less invasive with their like research and slash cleaning techniques and others and it's just very cool to like see how it all works yeah. but going back to leonardo i think there is as i said some evidence that is there is something under the vasari but there is uncertainty over what it could be Right, because they would have to destroy the Vasari yes. that's currently on the wall in order to see what's behind it. And that's a huge risk because there might be nothing, <laughs> nothing. behind it. Yeah, um, it's very interesting to see where this research will go. And I'm excited. Maybe there is something, maybe there's not. <laughs> We love a mystery. Yes. <laughs> Our third and final headline comes to us from Artsy, which shared that quote, Jenny Holzer launched a new public artwork campaign encouraging voter participation in swing states. So to encourage voting in the upcoming 2020 U.S. presidential and congressional elections, Jenny Holzer Studio has launched You Vote, a series of public artworks on display in swing states such as Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The campaign employs a fleet of LED vehicles, light projections, billboards, theater marquees, murals, some street-level advertising, and even some social media animations with the goal of spreading voter information and to promote civic engagement. So cool. Yeah, and the phrases are drawn from various sources. There's not like one specific place, mm -hmm. but all of them are done in Holzer's signature manifesto-like style. It's so interesting. I feel like this is targeted to a certain demographic and that certain demographic is ours because yeah. the LED lights are very like millennial or Gen Z, like big, you know, like our generation loves that sort of stuff. Like they have them at like neon lights at bars and like I personally love them. Like I always, you know, take a good picture for Instagram of um like neon sign like writing it even reminds me of the james terrell yes, show that we yeah yeah that we talked about, about. exactly uh, but the phrases are also super interesting and powerful some of them are protect yourself be an ally and vote joyously 
And this project comes at a great time for Jenny Holzer Mm -hmm. because Artsy shared in the same article that inquiries into her works have risen steadily in the past few years. And Mm -hmm. thus far in 2020, the number of inquiries is triple what it was for all of 2016, which was obviously the most Most recent recent election. election. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. And you also saw one of her... um exhibitions at the Tate so you must feel connected to this headline yeah in 2018 I saw a great exhibition of her work it was spread across multiple rooms at the Tate in London Mm -hmm. one of the rooms was dedicated to her stone benches which oh yeah one of them is at Barnard yes they're very cool it's really interesting because it borders this line between functionality and Mm -hmm. works of art I mean you think about going to a museum there's always like a bench in the middle of the room yeah (laughs) But another one of the rooms which really connects back more to this specific project Mm -hmm. was her LED lights. And what I found so interesting was reading a little bit more about it. There's a focus on motion, Mm -hmm. which she finds mirrors the spoken word. And that's kind of where this interest in the LED lights draws from. from. That's very cool. There was also another project in 2018 where she in response to gun violence and specifically in response to student demands for gun control following the school shooting in Parkland, Florida. In February of 2018, she presented phrases and LED billboards mounted on lorries and the vehicles that had these phrases drove and parked in landmarks and city centers of like Washington, D.C., L.A., New York, Chicago, Atlanta, and like key locations throughout Florida. So that project very much connects to the voting project going on right now. I also think it's so great that a U.S.-based artist is working so hard to encourage U.S. voting. I agree. Yeah. It is such a controversial election and such such an important and historic time we're living in. So it is really great to see artists stepping up. Yes, I agree. Well, I think that's all we have for today. But tune in on Thursday for our Thursday Top 5 if you want to learn more about the headlines for the week. And you can catch up with all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. There are links to everything on curatedchatter.com. Thank you. Bye.